I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's time for What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is at U-N-E-E-Q underscore follow her, yo. Yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know. I never, it's always weird to me when he goes, yo. I don't know. That's... I like when you call me bro and then I call you bro right back. That's like one of my favorite things when you're like, no, that's not the way it is, bro. And I'm like, okay, bro, chill. Okay. I like when you call me bro, bro. Yeah. It, there's a difference from when I say bro and then bro. Let's get on with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bruh's a whole different world. Different world. <laughs> Anyways, this will be a quick what you need to know. So I have found Dwayne The Rock Johnson's twin. Okay. I know, right? Long lost twin. Well, according to the internet, that is what they're saying, because there is a viral picture of a lieutenant, a patrol lieutenant, Eric Fields of Alabama, who looks oh my God. just wow. like <laughs> Okay, so hold rock. on. This, I have multiple questions about Okay, this. let's see if I, I got answers. I haven't seen the picture yet. I will like, send it. Does he, it's hilarious. Does he look like him? Like, does he favor him? Or does he, like, is his stature... Like Everything. Him, or oh, does he Clinton, present? He, he looks. I just sent you the picture. Okay. He looks like a guy that if if I didn't tell you this was not The Rock, you'd be like, Oh, oh yeah, this oh. guy's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, right. you're like, what, what, what movie is this that The Rock is Hold in? Hold on. Now? This, wait, wait a second. It's not Dwayne The Rock Johnson, though. This is a legit lieutenant in Alabama. I don't know why I did that accent. but What, yeah. what was that exactly? I don't know. <laughs> I, tried, I tried a Southern wow. accent. It didn't work out for me. <laughs> I can't imagine, though, that like so there's some celebrities where I feel like it would be kind of cool to sort of look like them or for people to think that you look like them. Dwayne is not one of them. He's too accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you've if you're walking around town and people think you're the rock, you got a lot bigger problems than if people don't. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because people are trying to, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a helpful guy. And he's like a very, you know what I mean? He's a very gregarious dude. You got a lot to live up to if people think you're Dwayne Johnson in the streets. So the other thing that people are saying, I'm going to send you guys another picture, that he looks like a combination of Vin Diesel and The Rock on this picture. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Not the one I just sent you, but uh, the second one. And I was like, that's a little weird. I I don't see a Vin Diesel, The Rock baby mix there. Bro, this guy. (laughs) People are literally scouting him in Alabama to take pictures. Okay, now, to be fair, he's whiter than The Rock. Obviously. Yeah, he is light skinned. He's, yes. he's a little. I mean, this guy's white. This, this, this. He's also like. He's clearly not as tall as The Rock. If you've never met Dwayne, he's actually a pretty tall guy. But, I mean, this guy's a poor man's Dwayne Johnson. No questions <laughs> asked. And he, he, I mean, and Dwayne, as a member of the community, this guy's getting into the community based on looking like Dwayne. <laughs> I'm not he's even joking. He's got an application process. He's, no, he's, no, he's yeah. like boom, on let's site. go. He's yep, in. Yep, yep, yep. He's yep. in. This he guy's 37 years old. I do hear that. This guy's 37 years old, and Dwayne Johnson's got to be, what do you think, 50, 51, somewhere in that Maybe around there, yeah. yeah. He's still hot. No, he's very hot. SAF. Very hot. Very, this very hot. This is amazing. 
You know, I wonder if he I'm would so look like shook. him if he took the sunglasses off. If he took, okay, if he took, that's who cares? Was, yeah, I mean, he's got a he's, he's also in a policeman's outfit. I'm sure that if we saw him in a in a robe, you know what I'm saying, we wouldn't necessarily <laughs> think that he was. But this, I mean, this dude is giving giving Dwayne, as we like to say. On uh, on the internet, this is amazing. The Anybody Rock is think- forty nine years old, and he doesn't have the tattoos that the Rock no, has. So that's, that's what's missing. Yeah. There. That's the giveaway. Yeah. yeah. That's good All right. That. Who here ever receives? And I'll put this as in air quotes a compliment that you look like somebody famous. You look like blank. I mean, you know what I'm going to say here. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. No, I mean, I'm serious. This is actually funny. People ask me all the time if my name is my name. They tell me I look like me, and they are happily surprised when I say, yeah, I'm Clinton. And they're like, oh, how about that? You know what I mean? It happens all the time because I wear hats in public. So this like, dude, you look this like dude. That guy. <laughs> this I'm is like, the biggest. I, I am that guy. You said you, I didn't bring this topic up. Okay. This is such a flex. This is not this is my idea. I'm telling you, this happens to me on a regular basis. Greg, don't Who do you, you think you look like that's famous? I, I yeah, people yeah. tell me I look like myself. Right, I mean, right, because, <laughs> because, because let me explain to you that 99% of televisions that are on during the day yes. are, are on, you know, ESPN and they catch Clinton. Mm-hmm. Who do I look like? Horn. Myself. Right. That's who I look like myself. Saw it today. It was all with Kevin Blackstone. <laughs> he won. The professor. It's great. I don't get no one, but I know Greg gets... Greg just told me that when he was young, he younger. used to get... Okay, younger. <laughs> so like when you I never still... agreed with this either, okay, by the way. But who? 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 <laughs> Say it. Who? Oh, Chris Taylor. No, the nah, one I'm not going with the other the one. The younger one. Just when it. I was younger, people said I looked like Bradley Cooper, which Hell is not man. right. Which is not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not right. True. You look like, like no. Greg Kinnear. I've been over this. Greg, uh, Greg Kinnear. Greg, well, first been, name. We've been over this. But Chris <laughs> Taylor. If Chris you Taylor. Shaved your beard. People would think you were. If you had the hairdo that he has, like the. Oh yeah, the yeah. Greg Kinnear, like the. <laughs> I used to host a talk show in the '90s here. I'm fine with that. But Chris Taylor is the one I get the most now, especially. I'd say yeah. That's like you know. Someone told me uh, Bellinger the other day. He's like, no. oh, Greg looks Bellinger. like Bellinger. No, he looks no. like no. Yeah, he looks like I mean, Taylor. maybe if you grow out a curly mullet that he's no, got going on in the back. <laughs> no. You could get by I, on oh, I get that curly Hollywood. Mullet Chris, I, I mean, Halloween Chris Taylor. You could get by on that easy. <laughs> Halloween Chris Taylor. I mean, like Damn. if you put a jersey on, you know what I'm saying? It would be a really good costume is what my point is. I got you. Got you. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. That works. Yeah. Cap. Not like scary. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, ooh, meant. spooky Chris Taylor. <laughs> it's not what I meant. My bad. You're going to scare the people, Greg. My bad. Yeah, Laura, I, I would get, um, this is not like somebody that's super hot like Bradley Cooper. I would get Gary Sinise. Oh, Lieutenant Dan? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, do you see that, Clinton? A little bit. Seen? Yeah? A little bit. Gary Sinise, uh, how big is Gary Sinise, though? Like, I'm not sure of what his frame is. I don't know how large he is in real actual life. Not is a big giant beast. I feel like, like Gary Sinise is smaller than you are. Is what He's I'm a shorter guy than yeah. Cap. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, could be wrong. Well, I don't know. I've never met Gary Sinise. I don't know. Maybe somebody will tell Gary Sinise that he looks like me. Then <laughs> people he'll be he'll go. Who's do, that? Do not hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Who, who is right. this guy? Who is this Kaplan guy you're speaking of? Who is this guy? All right, so listen, um, I want to definitely get back to the Dodgers. I definitely want to get back to the Lakers and this Rondo story. So everybody, hang with us. But Laura, the, earlier today sent us a message, and it's an ongoing problem that America must deal with, Clinton Yates, and I think that we're the guys to help figure this thing out. Okay, it's a crisis. It is, indeed. (laughs) The crisis is you go to Costco. You got a list. You're walking in just to get the things on the list because there's this is all I need. And then you wind up walking out 
spending 50% more than you planned on spending and buying a whole bunch of stuff that you had no intention of buying. Laura, let yes. us try and work with you. What happened today? So I I take vitamins like a normal person. Okay. I just, you know, I was like, okay, I need to go buy vitamins. Health is wealth. Right? So I new time, a new person buying them at Costco. I've never been a fan of that, but someone's like, "Oh, go get these, whatever." I go, that was my goal, literally just the vitamins. I was like in and out, told my mom, we're going to be in there for like 10 minutes, if that. Okay, what kind of vitamins are we talking about here? What we do don't need to get yeah, into multi, all that. Multi, yeah, multi, I'm a detail guy, Clinton. Multivitamins, that's all you need to say. Okay, like well, that's yeah. fine. I'll accept yeah. that. I just need to know. So anyways, the whole goal was vitamins in, out, let's go. And my mom's like, okay, I need to grab one thing. I was like, fine. So she leaves me. And then I'm like, oh, dang, they don't have the vitamins. So I look at something else in the little vitamin section. I was like, oh, I need that. And I have a thing. That's why I said, don't judge me. I love detergent. Like, okay. like having detergent. Like, I have so much detergent at the house. I'm the one that buys all that stuff. You're a stuff. hoarder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, and then they're like having all these sales. And I was like, oh, dang, like this one smells good and it's different from what I have. So I'm like putting things in the cart. And my mom's like, you have a bunch of detergent at that. Like, we have excess of this. <laughs> right, you're taking we, up too much yeah, space. Yeah, you don't need this. I'm like, but this one smells different. It's on sale. Like, we're going to grab it. She's like, fine. So then I was like, oh, and I need this. Like, things that I didn't really need, like the little Febreze stuff was on sale. All this crap that I didn't really need and I have already at the house. But A, because it's on sale. And B, it's like Febreze, but different scents. Mm -hmm. I feel the need to have extra of. Yeah, I can and I understand go, that. I go to pay. You know, my vitamins were supposed to be like 40 bucks. Okay. Maybe less. I don't know, because I've never bought them. And I go, and the guy's like, oh, it's 115 plus dollars. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what I didn't hell? get what I came for, and <laughs> I, I spent over $100. My mom's like, I told you, you were not just going to yeah. buy that. And that's, I was like, mom, 10 baseball. minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes? <laughs> that's bad baseball. <laughs> I mean, so the reason I say that is because Costco is the one place where you've got to be more disciplined. <laughs> Target is one. And the reason is, is because of the actual thing you brought up, the bulk element. Uh -huh. You mess around and buy something on a whim and you've got it for a month. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going through whatever you buy at Costco instantly. Target, it's like, okay, they got a million things in the aisle. Everything is kind of conveniently placed there. But at Costco, that is, for lack of a better term, Scott, a little bit more costly, pun required, you know what I'm saying, than it is anywhere else. You probably only got like three things too. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying. Well, I, like I can't things. fault you though. I, I the, the detergent thing. It sounds funny, but I can't fault you in the slightest bit because this is going to sound really weird. But if I run out of like shampoo, never, and I'm able to go into my garage into a cabinet and I've got two bottles of shampoo waiting because I've already stocked up from Costco. I don't know what it is. It makes me feel like rich. And I don't mean like like wealthy rich. I mean like prepared. <laughs> like I don't need to leave my house and go buy shampoo. I got two extra bottles. Hey, uh, deodorant? You know what? I just ran out of deodorant. Do I got to run to a store and buy deodorant? No. I got six stacks of deodorant. Okay, you sitting don't need in my six stacks. Six stacks is a lot of stacks. <laughs> yeah, well, when I stacks, I mean like uh, sticks is really what I mean. You know, yeah, I got okay. six you don't stacks need of six deodorant. Yeah, you don't need to say Well, no, but you buy them in bulk. You buy them in bulk. Like, I don't listen, buy them at Costco. When I, when I, listen, when I go to Costco, whether I need it or I don't need it, I always buy a thing of toilet paper and I always buy a thing of paper towels. I get to the end of my paper towels because I'm kind of a paper towel junkie and then I'm like, 
oh my god i got 12 more rolls i'm rich i am i've got 12 rolls of of toilet paper hold, hold on i a am paper rich towel junkie <laughs> yeah what is this club Oh, there's a whole different club. You're not in it yet. No. Um, I, 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 the there, there's no yeah. yet. When I get into the I will never club, you'll get into the paper towel club. club. No. Until then, you're not in. I need to know what you're doing that makes you a paper towel junkie. Like, I use paper towels for everything. Oh I God. use them for coasters when I put a soda or a glass okay. of water on the table. So you, okay. I use them for tissues when I blow my beak. You're using for tissues, toilet paper, and napkins. Is what you're <laughs> I use them for like like when I dry dishes. Ouch. I use paper towels oh for God. everything. You're I am a paper towel junkie. That's a lot. That's a lot, I bro. I, I have something for you, Scott, though. You're definitely not getting into the handsome man community no. at all. No. With because not of with my paper car- towel addiction? Not with that carbon footprint. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I also like, um, I like laundry detergent too. What'd you buy today? What laundry detergent? So I did the downy just because it had like the warm smell or whatever. It was on sale. And then I did the um, the cascade for the, the, the dishwasher. You guys oh, I can feel you, girl. All sorts of I can feel you. disposable income to be blowing no, on nonsense. Look, the, first, my thing is I, I have a thing for smells. Like I love smelling good from my detergent to my perfume sure. to everything. So I don't like using the same detergent because it has you different You like to smells. mix it up. Yeah. yeah. And my mom hates it because our little laundry area is filled with different. She's like, can you just <laughs> looks finish like the, one? <laughs> looks like the back of the bar at Hollywood Park Casino. <laughs> it does. <laughs> bottles everywhere. <laughs> and then I bought the little unstoppable little beads. because. Oh, I, I buy those. I, I got them in pink so and blue. I, I, I like the colors and I like the smells. Wow. I got both yeah. flavors. Yeah. I nerd out like this that. Is not it's my just, ministry, but yeah. I, 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 I'm happy, I, happy to hear it. I was like, I like smelling good. I like the house smelling good. Like, that's just what I do. Well, Laura, no judgment here because uh, I am a Costco over shopper as well. And I can feel you on all of this for sure. I'm not proud of that. I know. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. I'm not proud of it either, but you know. I go there and I overbuy. It's true. I used to, I, quickly, I used to live across the street from a Costco, and the way that I would prevent myself from overwalking or overspending was by walking there because I couldn't carry that much stuff. Oh, there. that's smart. Yeah. That's very smart. Does anybody buy their gas from Costco? Oh, got to. Me? I got did to. it today. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they actually have higher grade. I'm not going to get into this, but they have better fuel at Costco than they do at most like cheap gas stations. I Costco had no or idea. Sam's Club is the way to go. Quality of the fuel, yeah. Had no idea they had yeah. better fuel. Did not know that. Yeah. All right. Stick around, everybody, because when we come back, let's get into the Lakers and the addition of Rondo. Then later we'll get back to the Dodgers and losing two out of three and starting a series tonight against Atlanta. And also, Clinton, I would love to hear your opinion about what's going on with the New York Mets, the players versus the fans, the owner versus the players. I know it's not really L.A., but it's such an interesting story about how fans treat players and how players come back at fans. We'll get to all of this stuff still to come. Hang with us. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Chris. That's right. The whole mishbucha is in the house. Clinton Yates is in for George Sedano. He's going to be here all week long until he leaves 
Clinton, you said you're leaving on Friday for Penn State versus Wisconsin. Is that right? Madison, Wisconsin, here we come. All right. Well, uh, as you exit on Friday, DeMarco Farr will enter. DeMarco, who's just gotten done with the Rams and the Broncos this past weekend, the final preseason tune-up. DeMarco will come back in and we'll start getting ourselves deep into football prep. Um, but, Clinton, let me throw this at you. Here's how the, uh, the story reads earlier today. Rajon Rondo plans to sign a one-year, $2.6 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers upon clearing waivers Monday, sources told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, Rondo, who agreed to a contract buyout with Memphis on Saturday, will still make his $7.5 million. He'll get 2.6 from the Lakers, and the rest will be from the, uh, the other teams that he was bought out from, et cetera, et cetera. 35 years old, went from the Clippers to Memphis, not going to play for Memphis, going to come back to L.A. Clinton like the deal, don't like the deal, and I definitely want to hear what, what Laker fans have to say. Are you happy Rondo's coming back? Are you happy he's filling a roster spot? Do you think the Lakers have gotten too old? I definitely want to hear what people have to say. What do you say, Clinton? I mean, I think – you know, I think it's a good move for him. I think it's a decent move for the Lakers. I, this is not this is not to me the kind of move that puts you over the edge in terms of anything you're going to get in the regular season. I'm sort of thinking my way through this because I'm trying to decide how much Rondo on the court is a good amount of Rondo if in some ways, any Rondo on the court is a good amount of Rondo. You wanted depth at that position. Greg talked about talked about this earlier, but at the same time, if he's seeing a lot of the court, that means that something else has definitely gone wrong. But from a you know from a behind the scenes standpoint, you know, talking about replacing Jared Dudley and what he brings as a veteran presence, that's that's obvious to me. You know, Rondo has a bit of a grit that I like about his game. Um, that's why playoff Rondo is what he is. But Greg, I mean, what do you see as? a healthy amount of contributing Rondo when it comes to his actual on-court play. So, he very few minutes, been very few minutes in the regular season. It's really going to be just kind of like the those minutes that are right at the end of the first quarter, end of the third quarter type minutes. Okay. Not at the end of games, not at the beginning of quarters. None of the times when it really matters the most. I think he comes in in certain times just for maybe five to ten minutes tops. And then it's really just going to be, you know, building him up when it gets closer to the playoffs so that he can have a, more, a little bit more of an expanded role to come in and. and so basically, uh, load management for 82 games. Yes, load management for 82 <laughs> games and just come in to help out Russell Westbrook when he actually does want to sit, which, you know, how he is. He doesn't like to sit <laughs> no, very much. Yeah. Well, you know, you think back to two years ago when the Lakers went to the bubble. And as I recall, Greg, help me with the chronology here, but as I recall, when they went to the bubble, Rondo was hurt already, wasn't he? Yes, he was already and, hurt. He came in late. Right. And, and you know, I know for me, I was like, okay, well, Rondo's not going to contribute to this championship run. You can forget about him. And he actually made a, a huge contribution, as I recall, in, yeah. the, in the bubble championship. For sure. I mean, so, that's, that's why playoff Rondo is the thing. Right. So, you know, the way I look at what the, the Lakers are doing with their roster is this, and it doesn't take a genius to figure this stuff out. Yeah, they've gone with a lot of older guys, and they would say, forget about age, think more about experience. Okay, that's fine. So if you've had injury issues with LeBron two of the last three years, if you've had injury issues with AD, and you've gone out and you've gotten guys that are in their mid to upper mid-30s who may not be able to kind of go the way they used to go when they were younger guys, Adding a roster built with veteran championship caliber 30-something players, assuming this guy's not going to play this much and this guy's going to need you know a break, every time you 
insert somebody into the lineup, essentially, other than a few guys like Malik Mump, Mun or, or Kendrick Nunn. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just looking at you know, some of these younger guys. Other than those guys, every time you insert somebody, it's like a name player, a, a real veteran experience championship caliber player. Yeah, they're the first team, I believe, that has, what is it, seven All-NBA players on their team previously in their careers? It's 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 like the highest number. I can't remember the stat. Pulling a pulling a Kaplan here. I should know this, but I don't. But the reason I say that is this though. There's the other side to that, Scott, which is when your backups are older than your starters, and your starters are already the oldest in the league. You're running a reasonable risk there of if anybody goes down for a while, you're kind of screwed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like Rondo's going to be able to fill in for some 10-game stretch if, for whatever reason, Russell Westbrook's ankle starts acting up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a position to have a lot of experience, but you're not, you're not allowing yourself to be very flexible should things go wrong. But, you know, it's a full offseason um, in terms of for all these guys. So my injury concerns are a little less. It's not like these dudes are all running around in the playoffs for three more months or even in the Olympics for that matter. So there's a risk, there's a reward, but I do think that the risk is a little different than most people sort of assume. I'll throw it out to everybody. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Do you like this Rondo move? You know, maybe Laker fans are just nostalgic as in, well, you know, he won a ring. He was part of LeBron's team. He came back in the bubble and contributed more than any of us really would have known given the injury and the surgery. Um, yeah, you know, I want Rondo back. How about this? What what series was it last year? Do you guys recall when uh, Rondo's on the floor with the Clippers and uh, Kawhi is, is not injured yet at this time and the two of them are walking off the floor together and you see Rondo giving Kawhi like this death stare. Does anybody remember kind of where we were at that point of I the don't. season? I do remember that moment, but I don't remember the chronology you're referring to. Greg Bergman, any recollection of what I'm talking about? I mean, I, I can think of it. I just don't remember where in the season okay. it was. All right. Well, we all know this there you're talking about, though. Yeah, but so so that's, to me, that's who Rondo is. Like, just because he's a role player and just because he's an older guy and he may be coming off the bench and not playing as many minutes, when Rondo's on the floor... I mean, you're, you're going to get what I'm going to call his form of leadership out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good phrase of phraseology. I mean, you know, I, look, but that's, that's what I like about Rondo at this stage, you know, not afraid to mix it up. And I think that that, you know, you can say what you want about Russell Westbrook in terms of his usage rate and all that, but he's a similar kind of guy. I think these two are going to get along very well in that regard. You know what I mean? There's no time to be wasted on the nonsense. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Let's get on with it, you know? All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see what people think. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. If you want to jump in, we're talking about Rondo's return to the Lakers. Like the move? Don't like the move? Are the Lakers getting too old? Should they be going younger? There are still other roster spots to fill out. Think about it as Rondo for Dudley, and and jump in on that. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six to New Jersey we go. Clinton Yates not in L.A. Mm. not in Southern California to New Jersey. Here's Mitch checking in on seven ten. What's up, Mitch? Yeah, how you, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. Make sure the Lakers go to Costco and stock up on Bengay, um, <laughs> not paper towels. <laughs> and that too. That thing gets uh, sticky and smelly. Um, he he disappeared with the Clippers. Didn't help them. 
Um, you got plenty of coaches. You don't need a you know a table of twelve disciples. Give somebody uh, a young a chance. That's what I I rather see them do. Not that I'm a big uh, make a fan, but give somebody young, and that's where you have to go. Yeah, you don't need DeAndre Jordan. That's another thing I'm hearing. But thanks for taking my call. All right, there you go. Appreciate Mitch it. in New Jersey. Started Appreciate strong the there. That was, yeah. that was an excellent open to that call. Right. Got to go to Costco and stock up on Ben K. <laughs> <laughs> See, the way I look at it is, I think your point is right on, Clinton. You know, if, if some of these older frontline guys go down, when you restock, you're restocking with other older guys. Yeah. But I also think that philosophically, that's exactly what they're thinking about inside the Lakers front office is when we have somebody go down, we don't need some young guy that hasn't performed yet. We need a veteran guy that steps right in, understands what their role is, knows what their job is, has championship pedigree. I mean, to me, I I think I see what they're trying to accomplish philosophically. Now, whether or not it works is another story. Let's go back to the phones. All right, to the phones we go. Uh, to L.A., Herman, you are on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. What's going on, Herman? Hey, uh, guys, uh, Clinton, you're awesome, bro. You too, Cap. And uh, uh, I just want to say that I think having Rondo's a great addition. I think he's going to hold LeBron accountable. And hmm. if you go back and look at footage when they played together, when they won it all, you know, Le- uh, LeBron, man, just had nothing but praise for Rondo. And the thing is, he's going to come in with that second unit. He's going to run the show. So, you know, I think uh, this is what you want, and the goal is to win a championship, man. All right, All right. Herm. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate the kind words as well. Big Herm, big perm. Nice job, man. Appreciate that. All right, well, listen, if you want to jump in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up next, a game of Would You Rather, and then we're going to get right back to your call. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I gotcha, Chris. Don't worry about it. All right. So last week we had a caller call in to give us a would you rather. And now it seems like this is just part of his day. So Jared from Williamsburg is going to give us another Would You Rather. Wow. That is awesome. And by the way, Clinton, I know that you, like me, love to take phone calls on this show. We should encourage more great 710 listeners to call the show with Would You Rather questions. This is a great idea, Greg Bergman. Quality producing. Well, I don't know if I'm a great listener, but I appreciate that. How about Thanks. a decent listener? What do we got, buddy? Yeah, I like uh, it. I'll t- I'll take a moderate to okay listener. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Well, All I'm right, Jared. Uh, keep the sports related today. 
And uh, before I get started, give all the production team a dollar and fifty cent raises because uh, they deserve it. I'm gonna keep a sports related. Would you rather today? What do you think I was doing would all Friday rather? night out here buying booze all over the shop? That, that was half the goal when we were okay. partying. I'm joking. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. okay. Twenty five Bourne Street, Brooklyn, New York. Send me something. Um, <laughs> would you rather be Ben Simmons and can't shoot, or Chuck Knobloch and can't throw? Oh, oh this my. is this is an easy one. All right, oh appreciate my. the phone call. This is easy. Chuck Knobloch's career ended because he couldn't throw. Ben Simmons is still going to be cashing $40 million checks every season, even though he can't shoot because he somehow duped the sex, the 76ers into giving him max money, even though he's not exactly the super most productive point guard. That's, that's, that's an easy one for me, even as a baseball guy. Yeah, and, and Clinton, when I think about Chuck Knobloch and his inability to throw from second to first, I think about other guys that preceded him. Um, Greg, you'll remember this one historically. Steve Sachs, right, from yeah, the Dodgers? Yeah, absolutely. Who couldn't throw the ball to first base. What was the guy's name? Oh, Rich Ankeel, the the pitcher from St. Louis that couldn't p- put the ball over the plate, who wound up becoming a pretty good right fielder and a good hitter, as More I More than a pretty good right fielder. He was a center fielder with a plus-plus arm. He played for the Nationals for a while, and he was a really good base runner as well. That wow. dude was an all-around athlete. Rick Ankeel yeah. was his name. Love yeah. that comeback story in the Diamond. Yeah, me too. Um so- so, yeah, for me, I, I would also say, I mean, Ben Simmons, his career is ongoing. He's still making a ton of money, to your point, Clinton. Chuck yeah. Knobloch's career literally ended because of this mental block. You want to know what Chuck Knobloch has that Ben Simmons doesn't? Tell us. Oh, Four wait. championship rings. That's a good oh. point. <laughs> give, give me Chuck Knobloch <laughs> okay. every day of the week with those four rings on his fingers. It's a yeah. strong counter right there because <laughs> yeah, at least you, could, you can tell people other stories. You can right. say, oh, by the by. Chuck Knobloch couldn't always not throw. I used to like Chuck Knobloch. So I mean, I. I still do like Chuck Knobloch. There's no reason for me not to. But like once his name – it's unfortunate that Chuck Knobloch's name got affiliated with the Yips because he really was a solid player. You know what I'm saying? Now the verb is to Knobloch it, which is unfair. But he played I mean, for the works, Twins though. for years. You know, he played <laughs> – yeah. You know, he was, he was a good player. Well, the other unfortunate part about it is is at that time – how little everybody knew about the mental side of the game, I think. Um, where, whereas now, if somebody were in that same position, I think there's so many more resources. And I don't mean to be getting like all serious about it. It's no, just that, I get it. It's just that I, I know that as somebody who – I was a field goal kicker in college. There were some stretches, Clinton, where I was so I was so embarrassingly bad. And back then, there was nobody to work on the mental side of it. If there was, we could have fixed it quickly. Right. No, you got Dr. Bush Light. That's who you got to work with on the mental side that, in yeah. college. You know what I mean? Now you've got all sorts of people. And this is a good thing. Ultimately, you've got all sorts of sports psychologists for even specific players. Teams have them now. This, this would have been a problem that probably could have gotten fixed a lot more easily. You're right. Yeah. And uh, even Ted Lasso's team has one now. Hmm. I wonder what uh, – I mean, to be fair, though, not to get too far down this road, though, Greg, I do wonder if Ben Simmons is ever going to change how he plays basketball. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he will. But. I don't think he will either, and that's going to cost him a lot of money down the line. But, I mean, I don't think – why would he change anything right now? He's not going to all of a sudden be able to shoot threes. I agree. You know, so Or it's, shoot it's, from it's, outside but, two feet. I mean, you see his guaranteed money. He doesn't have to change it either. So. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, all right, Clinton. Yep. Would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Oh, well, this depends, but I'll say I'm going to say at this phase of my life, watch the movie. You know why? Because movies are better now than they were a hundred years ago. You can argue with me up up the wazoo about how like classic films are a different thing, but like the ability to put a movie together, I think, is more 
It's easier to do, so you can tell more complicated stories in better ways. So in 2021, show me the movie. In 20, probably 2000, 2001, when I was a younger man and sort of, sort of still more creatively reading and stuff like that, I, I would say give me the book. So my natural inclination is to say watch the movie because in two hours you can get the story, right? Yeah. But the reality is if you've ever read a book and then seen the movie – more often than not, you're like, oh, book is better. Book is better. And and part of saying the book is better is pretty much saying to everybody, I read the book, you didn't. You right. saw the movie. I read the book, so I'm cooler <laughs> than you. So the, the book is better. But, like, for example, have you ever seen the movie Lone Survivor? No. Okay. So the book is better. Um, because, you know, Peter Berg, who directed the movie, is like, Hey, dude, I've got like two hours, maybe 220 here. If you want me to add the other 40 minutes, I need like another 50 million in budget. We're not able to get it. So the detail in the book versus the movie, that's a good example where the book is just so much better. Fun fact, The Godfather, which a lot of people consider the greatest movie of all time, the book is both parts one and two. You've never read the book. It's both movies. That's what the story encapsulates. So, anybody ever read yeah. the Game of Thrones <laughs> books before they saw Game of Thrones? Absolutely not. No, thank you. I no, still haven't either. seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not done either. Why would you want to read the book that isn't finished and is probably never going to finish? I don't know. Only because I I didn't even realize it was a book. I just thought it was an HBO series, and then people are like, "Oh, I read the book. It's better." I'm like, "Oh, there was a book. I didn't know." Laura, what do you want to do? Read the book or watch the movie? Because they took forever. Um, I'll take the book. <laughs> I'm a nerd, man. I like to read. So I'll take the book. I wish I had as much time to read. I'm into audio books these days. This is how uh, I this is how I take my books. Do it. Can't you can't you can't rock have, it. And I need the physical book. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've not ever listened to an audio book. Is the audio book like is it a professional voice person or is it the person in the book or the author? It's a professional. It depends. I mean it's obviously a professional, but whether or not it's the author is kind of a make or break. It's I don't sure. really listen to books that are not narrated by the author or somebody close to them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mm. typically the kind of person that you know I'm I'm a nonfiction guy, so mm-hmm. that's easier to come across. For example, sure. I think about um, 44's last book. I read, I listened to that. I listened to his wife's last book that way as well, too. As a matter of fact, two, you know, two people from the same household. So, um, yeah, I'm a big audiobooks guy. Her book is amazing. Yeah, I mean, both of her, but yeah, yeah, very nice. All right, Cap, would you rather have your own theme park or your own zoo? Oh, this is very very easy for me. I'd much rather have my own theme park. I'm not really into zoos. You know, I'm not I don't really go to zoos very often. In fact, I can't even remember the last time I went to a zoo, Um, but I'm not really into zoos. You know, like sometimes if I go to a zoo and there's a really good snake exhibit and they've got a really thick piece of glass between me and the snake and I can like knock on the window and give the snake the finger, you know, like that's kind of fun for me at a zoo. But um, I'm not really that into zoos. But on the other hand, if you told me a theme park, I mean, imagine if I had Magic Mountain. I could go on all those roller coasters. I could blast through the lines. I could close the park and just have my friends there. I'm a theme park guy over a zoo guy all day, every day. Theme park. So you're scared of zoos? Mm-hmm. Not so much scared. Just not really that interested. Sounds like you're scared. You're scared, bro. Well, I'm scared <laughs> no, of snakes. Snakes I, uh, I am scared. Fair enough. I will probably, I'd probably go theme park as well. Mainly, though, because like my, my desire to be in zoos has waned a lot. For those of you who don't know, I used to spend a lot of time because my dad lived there for a long time in South Africa where they have game reserves and like once you go to a game reserve the zoo game is completely different because it feels different you know what I mean they're they're like the animals are in you know listen I understand that a lot of animals are saved by zoos but at the same time it just doesn't feel the same way so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to willingly sign up for that even though I'm not even a huge theme park guy I'll take a game reserve though sign me up for that 
That's what I want. Wait a second. Do we have a rules violation here, or, or are the judges accepting this answer? Oh, the judges are accepting this answer from the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. That's wow. how that works. He wow. chose theme so, park. So you mean he you're did. good? Oh, he did. Yeah. I thought he. I thought he chose game preserve. No, no he, he said yeah. he said theme park. But if see, they I can could, see me, you know, so yeah. they're looking at me, and mm. so they can hear me, and they're listening. Mm. I, guess, I guess they can see they can see you, so they can hear you better. Exactly. That's how that works. Right. Exactly. I didn't realize that the handsome man community gets the Trump things. I didn't get that. I mean, hey, listen. I mean, he really didn't, but you know, I, it, for time purposes, I'm gonna answer now, and um, I'm gonna go theme park because I love theme parks. And like Clinton, I'm not a huge zoo person because I don't like seeing the animals caged instead of being in their own habitat. Yeah, right. Ooh, that was I'm not. I'm not afraid of zoos. I just don't love them. You know. You mentioned the glass. Yeah, yeah it's you true. Did. No, when it comes to the <laughs> yep. snake exhibit, when it, and I gave the snakes the finger. Don't forget about that as well. All right, stick around because Clinton has something that he calls his oxygen list. That means that certain people don't get talked about because you don't hand them any oxygen. I would like to dig into this a little bit. Stick around, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Sedano is on this extended vacation. Clinton Yates is in this week. What's up? Clinton, I had lunch with Sedano on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, what do you, so you guys hash out that fight you guys are going to have? That's no, way no, no, more we... interesting than the stupid fight you want to talk about? Well, now, hold on. This will lead us right into your oxygen list, which I'm very appreciative of, by the way. Um, no, we did not hash out the fight that we're going to have. <laughs> but it's a great idea still to this day because, you know, just the other day, it was the four-year anniversary. Greg, you were there for the uh, Keyshawn versus Marcellus race, remember? Yeah, Foot that race. was awesome. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. See, see, that was awesome, right? Yeah, it was great. Me fighting Sedano with him being a black belt who's untrained. Hasn't worked out in a long time, could pull a hamstring at any moment, and me getting to wear all this protective gear to go in and fight a trained killer that is George Sedano, that is a great event, and I can't wait to do it. So we didn't hash that out, though, Clinton, but what do you think Sedano is doing on a two-week vacation if he's here at home? What do you think he's doing? I'm guessing mostly a lot of kid attention. Sedano's a big family man, so I'm guessing he's taking his kids to school. I don't know. Is he? He's normally on drop-off duty because he'd normally be here when he'd have to pick them up or at least around home. So I'm, I'm guessing he's getting a lot of, a lot of singular breakfasts in. I know <laughs> the guys our age appreciate being able to eat breakfast in peace. I imagine that he's getting a lot of that done. He, he's doing a lot of kid stuff, but I will tell you one thing I love about Sedano. He likes to grind. You know, that guy yeah. is like, he, he, and I'm in this way too, don't know how to turn it off, don't know how to turn my brain off, always, always, always working, no days off. Laura, can you appreciate no days off? I haven't had one in two months. I know you haven't. So, yeah, he's, he's at home working, getting himself ready for some college football this year where he'll be doing some college football games for ESPN Radio, and he's telling really? me he's sitting at home watching college football games announcing college football games to himself in rehearsals, in preparation. Oh, that's good. So I just give the guy all the credit. You know, he's got two weeks off from the radio, and he's out there grinding and hustling and, uh, and getting himself ready. So way to go, to George. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get you back here right after the holiday this week, which is uh, we got Labor Day coming up. So, I, Greg, are we off on Monday? Yes, we are. Oh, fantastic. Oh. All right. 
So we'll get we'll have George back by Tuesday. All right, Clinton Yates. Not only are you the chapter president of the Handsome Man Community for Los Angeles and Greater Southern California, but you've also got something you call the oxygen list. And we seem to argue a lot before we get on the air about things that we're going to talk about or not talk about. And when you don't want to talk about something, you put them on or you take them off. I'm not clear on the oxygen list. Could you explain this to us? The oxygen list is simply I don't give things oxygen that I don't find interesting. Like, let me ask you a question. Greg, you've seen this film. You've seen this film, Laura. What's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't talk about Fight Club. That's it. That's the only logic behind the oxygen list. It's as simple as that. So, yeah, I mean, there's certain people I find, and this goes for a lot of things in my life, not just anybody in the sports world. Like, if you're not contributing to what I consider to be a good faith actor in the better parts of what we're doing in this world, I ain't talking about you. That's really how it goes. That There could be any number of people that exist in my life that that's how to do, but I try to keep that policy on the bird, as in Twitter, try to keep that policy on the air, too. No need. I got better things to do. That's okay. It. So um, can you give us an example? No, that's not how the oxygen list works. Okay. Reminder, rule one of Fight Club is what? Don't talk about Fight Club. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I've put out a lot of suggestions of things that I wanted to talk about over the last few weeks. Nobody's stopping you. Go ahead. No, no. You know, tell me what's interesting about the person you want to talk about. Well, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of one that I wanted to talk about. This is the first time you introduced me to the Oxygen Club or the Oxygen <laughs> List. I'm going to use it. I'm just, again, I needed to get some clarity around are you putting people on the Oxygen That's List? That's not how or any of it works. Them off the Oxygen the, List. A reminder let's say it together in unison, Greg and Laura. What is the first rule of Fight Club? Do Don't not talk, talk about, about Fight Club. Club. Thank you. Thank you. Right, but we're talking about the oxygen list, aren't we? It's the same principle. They come. They are derivatives. That's my is point. There a, is there a saying that is affiliated with the oxygen list? You just heard it. That's it? Thrice. The Fight Club for the third freaking time? That's it? Really? Don't talk about the oxygen list. Yes. Yes, that, that's what it is, Cap. If we need to put it like, you know, like those neon signs that are like, here, here, here. That is what we're saying. It's like something you read, but you don't have to speak aloud when you read it. You know? I don't remember exactly what happened last week, but there was a story about something about, Greg, maybe it was in a game, about Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Uh, yes. And that's, you hear what Laura just did? She put her put them on the oxygen list. She said, on the oxygen list. I can't have anything to do with the Kardashians, so they're on the oxygen list. You don't give them oxygen. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Okay. I had said to Clinton a few weeks ago, I'm like, well, you know, there's this story about Trevor Bauer. I really think we should get into it. And Clinton right away told me. Oxygen list. Yep. Put on. I tried to bring up something about uh, two weeks ago when, uh, when uh, oh, I'm trying to remember who it was that was cut. Um, oh, Tim Tebow was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Clinton's like, nope. Nope. He's on the oxygen list. Well, I agree I think, with that one. Yeah, I think even today there was somebody that I mentioned that he told me that he's putting on the oxygen list. Yeah, I agree recall? with that one too. Which one was that? Do you remember? One of those guys, the fighter guys. Oh, oh, Jake Paul. Yeah, I was like, yo, did anybody see this Jake Paul one. fight this weekend? Was the other one? I don't know. There's two of them. Clinton, Clinton, I don't know which one it is, but Clinton put him on the oxygen list as well. I think we need to start having the oxygen list as an ongoing thing here on the show. That's not how it works. Oh, it's not? We wait, you, so you know when we waited to talk about all the people on the oxygen list? When we all went to the bar after the casino. No, I'm just joking. But no, I mean, that's just not how it works. You know what I mean? We got precious time here. We got great fans who want to call in and talk about all sorts of stuff. I'm not spending my time, you know, wasting our time talking about people who I don't particularly think need to be talked about. That's just all. That's a, that's a matter of life. You know? Value your time, kiddos. It'll be worth it one day when you don't have it back.
I just never heard of the oxygen list. I'm I'm fixated on it, and I'm trying to get the rules down. But now you've explained the rules to me I'm glad three you get times. It. No, now you know three times so far. You've explained them to me. All right, you want to jump in eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Clinton, you know what I'd like to get back to is the Dodgers starting a series against the Braves and taking a look at the pitching rotation against Atlanta. But you have to think out now a few extra games because after Atlanta is San Francisco yep. and you've set your pitching matchups for this Atlanta series, but you got to be thinking about what you're doing against San Francisco. And Dave Roberts went with his top guys. Let's talk about that. And do we like the move? Do we not like the move? Do we think that he's, he's doing the right thing? Let, let's get into that coming up in just a few minutes. But next... What you need to know, Laura is standing by. We'll all find out together what it is we need to know. That is next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.